Welcome back to Sipping the Dry. I'm Sean, and today I got Parker, our GM and head guide, and we're going to talk to you about targeting largemouth bass. Now, we got Memorial Day coming up this yep. Monday, and stay tuned at the end of the podcast, and uh, we'll give you a special promo deal that we have running on the website. Yep. yep. So that'll be great. Um, and getting into it, I'm sure we all have weekend plans. I know I do. We're taking an extended weekend. I think it's cooking out, and then it's really the start of the summer for me, and that's... that's pools open? Pools open. Whew, yeah. I got my trunks ready. And, um, you know, now's kind of a great time to kind of get out those fly rods or get into a fly rod and get out to a local pond and, and go largemouth fishing. I, I think all the new guys are, uh, they've all got their stuff. Now it's time for the, the seasoned vets to, mm. you know, get their stuff. Let's get out there. Let's get some adults into fly fishing. Yeah. I mean, I, I would even say kids, adults, ladies, sure. um, you know, largemouth is a great opportunity. That's usually pretty close within five minutes from most people that live in, um, especially the Midwest. True. Like right around here. It's it's a lot like the bluegill. Usually where you see the bluegill or the sunfish, uh, you will find largemouth. Yeah, you're just getting a nice uh, a nicer catch and uh, some fight on the rod. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you know that largemouth bass are actually part of the sunfish family? So I was a uh, biologist by trade. True. Um, so you but, knew that. <laughs> but I love the fun facts, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, black, it's a member of the black bass group, and it is a part of the sunfish family. Yeah. I had... Literally no idea. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and a lot of um, largemouth are actually Florida strains. So um, they come from uh, you know the south, and they've implanted them throughout the years, especially you know a couple generations ago. And that's where our, most of our largemouth come from. There's generations. Yeah. Wow. Um, now I also read. I don't know how true this is. The largemouth are probably one of the most intelligent freshwater fish. That there are because they can remember flies, patterns, presentations. I mean, yeah, I think all fish are smart for sure. But largemouth, uh, typically, uh, when I'm guiding uh, people, you know, you have to kind of be on it. They're they're like little sharks in the water, so you have to kind of get a, yeah, in entice ah. them, entice them to bite. Is that a midwestern shark? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, you don't need to be an expert to target largemouth, man. Not you, at all. You really don't. I mean. Heck, even I know what to go for. What What would you go for? Because I mean, when you're guiding, you guide people for largemouth, or is that is that normally? Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of people that come into the shop, you know, the first question is is you know where do I fly fish? And really, the the honest and easy example is, do you have a local pond? The answer is usually yes, and that's going to carry sunfish, which I know you guys have talked about prior, but it's going to have largemouth and crappie and stuff like that, and that's. One of the best ways to really learn how to cast, learn how to, you know, strike or set the hook, and then actually to land the fish. And from my own experience, I grew up on a pond since I was two or three years old, and that's where I got to where I'm at now. Okay. Now, was that a was that a private pond, or did you have to ask for permission? Well, it was a private pond uh, that I lived on, but you know, certainly throughout the years growing up, you know, we would try to uh, get around some other ponds. Um, a lot of Areas around us, which hopefully, you know, people have as well as, you know, some park districts and stuff like that that they can go to. True. So stick to the uh, stick to the public waters then? Is that kind of your... Uh... Yeah, or, or ask, you know, knock on a door. There's still people that, you know, allow you to fish, but, you know, they want the courtesy knock and explanation Absolutely. of, you know, why you're on their land. But <laughs> What you're doing. Yeah, but most of the time what you'll find is these irrigation ponds where, you know, you're trying to get the runoff from the city or the suburb or the 
residential area and they're you know it's the, just these irrigation ponds that actually do really well for largemouth and sunfish nice nice all right so ask for permission you heard it here folks ask for permission <laughs> um do you have i mean because i know that largemouth fishing at ponds like sunfish is uh really good for you know adults like i said but it uh can't get that to set whatever um it's good for older aging anglers is that an easy way seasoned veterans to get into the art of fly fishing and yeah and i would even say it's it uh, mimics uh, kids as well you know basically you want to have the opportunity that it, it's pretty accessible you know mm. for older people especially exactly. for kids too they can take young kids down yeah. um not a lot of hazards you know a lot of ponds are pretty shallow yep. um but it also is the ability to catch fish i mean i think that's where People, you know, that come in the shop and want to get guided are having issues catching fish and finding and catching fish. And largemouth and sunfish are a great way to to kind of get that hook, you know, and yeah. get hooked into fly fishing. Absolutely. And with Memorial Day here and then Father's Day literally right around the corner, this is good for, you know, let's get out of the house. Let's, you know, take the kids. Let's take dad. Maybe dad can take us fishing, you yeah. know. And um, we do have a special Father's Day edition coming up mm. uh, right. soon for that. Um, so be on the lookout for that if you haven't liked and subscribed and hit the notification bells or, you know, all that. I'm sure you all know. Um, let's get into rods first because that's usually the easiest place to start. Where, uh, where would you start with a rod? Yeah, so I think if you're new to the sport, um, you don't need to go crazy. The uh, sport has evolved over time in terms of price um, coming from more of an elitist a sort of sport. Uh, when I was a little kid now, you know, we're really trying to – focus on evolving the sport and getting people into the sport to, to keep the sport going. So a lot of these outfits, you know, 150, 200 bucks gets you a rod reel in line, everything except flies to get started. But we have some prepackaged outfits on the website that include flies and leaders. So, you know, it's, it's an investment, but it's a, it's a small investment, especially to, to get you outside and get you, you know, fishing in nature. Breathing some fresh air. Yeah. Now <laughs> you go from, you know, beginner's kits and stuff like that, uh, you know, you could get more specific. Like one of the rods that I specifically use is a, a Loomis IMX Pro. It's a seven-weight one-piece. Uh, it feels great on largemouth. It's able to kind of throw over larger flies. It, you know, has nice bend when you hook up with a, you know, pound or two largemouth. And uh, it's a really great rod. So manufacturers are going to kind of build certain rods once you get over that $300 mark to really kind of give you that all action that you're looking for. True, and you you mentioned a one piece now, mm-hmm. one piece versus two piece versus four piece. Uh, Debates out there. They're just you know just different feeling rods. You know, one piece typically is going to have a little bit more all around feel to the rod because it's one piece. But yeah. they build four pieces so good nowadays. It's it's probably very really can't tell. Yeah, true. Um, all right, uh, reels. Does the reel matter at all? Does it matter more than the rod? That's a good question. For largemouth, in my experience, is, uh, you know, they're not going to run on you. They're going to fight you pretty hard, maybe pull out a little line here and there, but they're not going to get you on your backing or any of that. So really the the old way of saying is, you know, the fly reel at this point for largemouth or sunfish may just be a line holder, you know, and and so you don't need to, again, go crazy on, you know, purchasing a a reel, Um, you know, the Seventy-five hundred dollar reels are great. You this know, is gonna be just. They fine. have a little drag on them. In case sometimes you catch a catfish, you know you want to hold on to yep. the catfish. Yep. Um, but you know, typically largemouth or or 
23 or 20, 30 feet out, you're fighting them about there, bringing them into the, you know. So just a, a regular reel and then maybe a gold line or, you know, just a really basic standard floating line. Yeah, and I would always contact pro staff, you know, and just ask them, you know, what kind of rod you got. Because nowadays lines are, are really made towards rods. And so, you know, our staff mm-hmm. kind of knows each rod and, and we know the lines that can match the rods better. So just call us up if you have any questions. Absolutely. Or come in and see us. Yeah, we'll be that's more even than happy better. to, yeah, that's even to better. pair you up line and rod, and we'll get you out there casting. Um, I know that like the water temperature needs to be between, what, 55 and 75 for them to start really feeding? Yeah, so, um, you know, we don't really, in, in Ohio, we don't really have ice out, but they're, mm-hmm. they're, you know, you're talking Michigan does, Wisconsin, Minnesota. A lot of these places do have ice out, and typically... Once that water gets up to 55, they start to get in spawn mode. Some will say they actually spawn. And then after that, you know, these fish are cold-blooded. So bass typically, largemouth especially, love warmer water. It actually gets their metabolism cranking. So the hotter, the better sometimes. They need to eat more. They need to yeah. eat more. They, yep. If their metabolism's cranking, you got to, you know, put the calories in. Nice. Yeah, it makes the... Uh... Yeah, it makes the metabolism <laughs> uh, kick in. All right, uh, flies. What time of days for what flies? Yeah, so, you know, it's Memorial Day like we were talking about. So, you know, we're on, I would say, almost more sunlight than darkness right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, typically, you know, largemouth are going to be um, ambush predators. So they're going to hover really hard around the structure. Docks. They're going to hold tight. Rock, rip wrap, you know, vegetation, that sort of thing. And, and, you know, fishing in the morning and fishing in the evening is going to be probably your best. When the sunlight gets up, it gets in their eyes, and, and the and the largemouth really don't like uh, sunlight in their eyes all too much. Hmm. They'll go deeper or they'll get, <laughs> you know, more towards the structure. But, you know, uh, what I have found through electroshock and all that is, and uh, my old job is, you know, they're going after sunfish is one of their popular you know, tadpoles, um, they get into crawfish. Mice? Mice, absolutely. Yep. So, you know, we have a selection of flies, as you can kind of see here, but, you know, there, we have a full box of flies that are going to mimic, you know, a lot of our uh, pond species that, that, that they're targeting. And, you know, one of my favorites is really popper fishing, acting like a tadpole or something, yeah. you know, on top. Where, I, you know, I love topwater fishing just yep. all around. And I think that that gets kids adults i mean it gets everybody excited to go you know fishing in general but then once you see it on the fly rod hook land it's it yeah. feel it yeah the line in your hand and the fish pulling yeah. it's, it's a whole new experience yep absolutely yeah, that's so good um all right uh i know you said um that largemouth are very predatory and i read that uh they can basically swim 18 to 20 miles an hour in short bursts. Mm-hmm. So they're just greased fast. lightning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very fast. Oh, That's, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So are they going to always take that and run? Or are they going to like soft mouth it? What do I need to feel for? Do I need an indicator? Well, that's a good question. I think um, you know a lot of the fly technique is going to be, you know, if you're coming from the conventional side, like spin fishing or bait casting, you're kind of moving a worm, you're moving a bait, like a Rapala or something like that. You're going to be moving the fly a little bit. Okay. You can certainly indicator fish if you want. Um, it, that's kind of prone maybe to sunfish fishing. Bass, like being little sharks, they kind of want that that movement or vibration. They want to. They're very curious, so they want to know 
what that is, and then usually it's a reaction bite on that. Um, but okay. the last little thing is they really like, uh, especially in the hot summer days, you know, grasshop, big grasshoppers and big ants and stuff like that, that kind of just float on the surface. So, you know, minimal action. Yeah, mimicking a bug that may have fallen off a tree or exactly. accidentally dropped into the water. That's awesome. Uh, so you said morning and evening fishing would be the best. Uh, what about on the rivers? Is Are there largemouth on rivers? or? So you will find, you know, around us, being in southwestern Ohio, you'll find them in kind of, we call it the slower water. Okay. Where it kind of warms up a little bit more, there's a there's a lot more staging, meaning structure form that they can they can do. And smallmouth typically like the cooler waters more near the riffles. The largemouth typically are in the pools. In the pools, so, yeah. Yeah. So around us, you know, you'll find Great Miami still water. A bunch of our warm water streams will have largemouth, but they're going to be in a little bit different section than the smallmouth when you're looking at a river. Okay. All right. Um, let's say I have done everything correct. And I have my largemouth on the end of my line. I net it. What do I do? Do I just do I, I grab it around the midsection? I know that's kind of barbaric for, for people, but you know, well, no, people somebody do. might not know how to handle a largemouth bass. You know, uh, you know, right now in the industry, we're trying to. It's called like keep them wet. You know, keep the fish wet. Uh, as a biologist, we used to teach people when we used to handle a lot of fishes. Um, you want to first wet your hands. So before you ever touch a fish, wet your hands. Wet your hands. Just because they have slime and stuff that actually protects their scales and protects their outer layer, uh, and you rub that off. Nets can do that as well, but, Mm -hmm. you know, the rubber nets have done a great job of protecting that. But, you know, really with the bass is they're going to have a lot of cartilage in the mouth, so um, you can actually what we call lip them. So, you know, Mm -hmm. big thumb, you know, put it in the mouth. They're going to have a little sandpaper around their mouths because they do shred, you know, baits a little bit. So, you know, you may get shredded up on your finger after, you know, lipping a couple, but really... That's called bass thumb, and that is probably one of the coolest things that you can have. I've only had it once or twice. The the last thing really is what I found is, um, what we try to teach people is, when you do lip them, you don't want to try to lip them and hold them by their lip. And the Mm. reason for that is you'll actually break their cartilage and break their jaw. Mm. And so what you want to try to do is, if you're holding them sideways, you're actually, you know, putting some... um, um, Support 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 underneath them to hold them up, or if you're gonna hold them up straight up, you actually just hold them up straight up and let let the body kind of hold gravity. Yeah, you don't want to kind of hold it at an angle and kind of lip them. It actually tears their jaws up. Yeah, that is not good. Um, Are they pretty resilient? Or I know crappie. Let's be real, crappie mouths are very soft. A large mouth comparable to that? Are you going to hurt them pretty easily? Nah, you're going to, you know, and, and they'll repair themselves. So if the hook gets in there and, and leaves a little hole or something, that's going to repair over time. Yeah. Um, no, they're three weeks, if I'm not mistaken, that they can spit a hook out. I, I believe it. Yeah. yeah. So if you ever foul hook a fish in the mouth or, you know, get its tongue... Uh, I assume you can just cut that out. Is that correct? Or yeah, I and mean, then will heal over time. He'll spit that out in a yeah. couple of weeks. Typically, what I like to try to tell people is, you know, hands wet, get them in the net if possible. If you don't have a net, you know, keep them wet until you're ready for the picture. Everybody loves a picture. Everybody loves you know, a picture. There's right? no doubt in that. Try to keep them wet to the picture. Try to take your picture fast, kind of release them back. And, you know, if you can kind of keep them out of water for 10 or 15 seconds, I think they're just fine. I think it's. You know, it's when you throw them on shore and stuff like that, that they have a little bit harder time to, to coming get, back. Yeah, true. And just hold on to their uh, hold on to their lip, and you know they'll let you know once you put them back in the water. They'll yep. let you know when they're ready to when they're ready to swim off. Um, obviously, it's summertime. I mean, I tan up pretty well. You tan up pretty well, but we got some Casper the friendly ghosts in here. 
that have to wear the full sun sunblock clothing like you're wearing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Any suggestions there for? Because I mean, long sleeve feels like it'd get hot if it's you know. Actually, the, so you know, the industry and I would say even the outdoor industry is certainly making shirts awesome. I mean, they're they make a cool touch to them, meaning like they'll stay cool even in ninety five degrees moisture you know, wicking. Yeah, and so I would I would say us now knowing the effects of sun. Yeah, try to put some sunscreen on. Yeah. And, I know I definitely do now. Yeah. You know, I'm not a kid anymore, so you know I'm a little bit more conscious yeah. about, you know, the future. Um, all right, and a fun one that I found to end with is uh, world record largemouth was caught in Georgia in June of 1932. Weighed 22 pounds four ounces. Was caught on a Montgomery Lake by a George Perry. Now I think there was a bigger one, but it was foul hooked. True. I've always heard that you know the biggest ones are going to come out of the big California reservoirs where they're literally putting in the trout, and the trout are, you know, pound trout, and these largemouth are just eating trout. You know? Oh my lord! Oh yeah, they have baits. You know, these conventional guys have baits that are a foot long. You know, for these big largemouth. So, Holy crap! I'm sure we'll see something in our lifetime that's just unbelievable. And, yeah. And I get bass fishing magazine every every month, so I mean, there's. There's big bass being being caught. Where was that at? The reservoir? Yeah, in California. I'm not, you know, I don't know the you know major names, but there's some big reservoirs out there that. Yeah, that, we'll have to Google that. Yeah. Huh. All right, sir. Well, I mean, largemouth bass, pretty straightforward. One of the most abundant next to sunfish. I'd say if you Easy. can, yeah, if you can get some practice in on largemouth, it's going to help you with everything: trout fishing, saltwater fishing. I mean, it just it it gives you every single instruction. That you can possibly that do. That you can do. Yeah. And they're forgiving. Yeah. They're forgiving fish. And they will continue to bite. And ponds are free, miss. too. Ponds are free. Ponds are free. God bless America. Yeah. Unless you get a <laughs> pay lake, but yeah, ponds are free. True. There is some dirty pay lakers in the shop, sir. I will let you know. As the pay GM, cool. pay laking is great. Yeah. There's another one. We just don't talk about it, though. Um, all right. Well, as promised, if you hung around to the end of this podcast... The promo. Yeah, so we have going on, um, uh, starting today, is a save $50 off $300. Um, that will go till Tuesday. Uh, the code is M-E-M-D-A-Y-50. Yep. Uh, we'll have this on our website as well. You know, give us a call. But we just wanted to kind of give back because, you know, Memorial Day is, is really to honor our, you know, veterans. You know, yep. people that have made the ultimate sacrifice. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's worth noting that, you know, for them, the men and ladies, um, it's why we can fly fish and go to yep. ponds and stuff Absolutely. like that. So, well um, said. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mem Day 50 at checkout. Um, if you're not a member of our Real Cash program, then you are seriously missing out on a lot of potential savings and specials that we run off on and off all year long. Yeah, Incredible save, savings. Yeah, you're saving money off each purchase. Um, you're earning points. And, and basically, we're, we're just trying to give back to our uh, loyal customers that, that have carried us through, uh, I think we're at year 15 now. So wow. yeah, We've been doing this for a minute. Doing I haven't been doing it as long as you. <laughs> but It's all good, buddy. <laughs> all right. Well, as always, if you, uh, if you haven't liked our podcast, I hope you do. But you don't have to like it, I guess. I like the I like what you guys are doing. This I, I love doing this. Yeah. This is so much fun for me. Yeah, this um, is true. Every day getting together with different guys in the shop and just talking fishing. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? Yeah. All right. Well, happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Until next time. Thank you. Special thank you to Project Healing Waters working with veterans all over the country to get them out fly fishing. Thank you. <laughs>